I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the final segment of today's episode of Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. This is episode number 214, this Monday episode. Thank you so much for being a part of today's show. You have been hearing throughout the day uh, an update to a story which began 10 years ago and started with the stab, the stabbing death of Salt Lake, South Salt Lake bookstore owner Sherry Black. Prosecutors have now charged a Utah man with murdering her. Salt Lake County District Attorney Sim Gill just this morning announced criminal charges at a news conference he held this morning. Uh, he said that uh, DNA evidence, including uh, a sample investigators collected secretly, played a key role in solving the case and leading to the charges which were announced here today. Uh, you can read about this case at uh, kslnewsradio.com. But what I want to share with you right now is a statement from her family. Uh, a statement from the Heidi and Greg Miller family, uh, the daughter and son-in-law and grandchildren of Sherry Black. It reads, uh, and, and I'll tell you, the, the reason I share this with you is because it names uh, a few people in law enforcement by name, and I believe that uh, uh, that they deserve the, the, the praise uh, shared by this family for sticking with the case, which, as I mentioned, has been going on for 10 years. So uh, the statement reads verbatim from the Heidi and Greg Miller family, Quote, we are grateful to the South Salt Lake Police Department, the Unified Police Department, and Detective Ben Pender, and the Utah State Crime Lab and Jay Henry for their ongoing investigative work and diligence that led to an arrest and charges in the murder of Sherry Black. We also appreciate the media for covering the case over the last 10 years, which allowed the public to share tips and new information. We especially want to thank our family and the community for their love, support, and prayers. The statement continues, While this 10-year period has been difficult, we have been able to feel peace and comfort knowing other cases are being solved with the use of new forensic tools. We will continue to work through the Sherry Black Foundation using industry experts to educate law enforcement officers on the most current investigative techniques and also support advanced DNA testing to help bring resolution to victims' families. Statement concludes, as a family, we are now asking for time and privacy. So there you have it. The Sherry Black Foundation uh, has been doing much work using, as it uh, says there, industry experts to educate law enforcement officers on the most current investigative techniques, including advanced DNA testing. And that, in fact, is uh, what, according to District Attorney Sim Gill, led to the charges that were announced here today. So you can count on details stemming from that story available Always uh, here at KSL News Radio, and uh, read up on that if you'd like at kslnewsradio.com. Okay, uh, let me shift gears here now pretty dramatically. Uh, we're talking about gym equipment, and we're talking about your health, and we're talking about the impact on those two things uh, which has been felt by the coronavirus. There's been a, uh, an, interesting, an interesting occurrence. Uh, if you remember some of the early stories to, to come from Amazon when we were learning, you know, once we kind of locked down across the country, that Amazon uh, was was selling things. 
in that there were some items in much higher demand than others. Think toilet paper, think hand sanitizer, think, uh, you know, PPE, the masks and such. Well, it's not the only thing that flew off the quote-unquote Amazon shelves. Uh, One item or one category of items were uh, home exercise equipment. Home exercise equipment. Everything from inexpensive dumbbells to premium treadmills and elliptical machines, uh, off the shelves, unavailable. Amazon had nothing for you. The stores themselves also uh, had very little inventory. It was a remarkable, remarkable thing to, to observe. Absolutely remarkable. I asked before the break how people's habits had changed and if they'd picked up any hobbies or habits that could aid in their own physical fitness. I got a great text here. Uh, it, uh, it reads, I have become better at exercising, better at exercising. During Corona, we bought kayaks, bicycles and gear and MMA gloves. Now exercising 40% more, 40% more. Uh, I'm not sure what percentage uh, I've been exercising more. I have tried to get back into running, uh, in earnest. I've tried to, in fact, I'm, I'm right re- oh, this is embarrassing. I'm registered for a, uh, for a Thanksgiving Day virtual half marathon, and I don't know, I don't know if I could pull it off right now. I've got about a month uh, to get ready. Uh, I'm not sure if I could pull it off right now. So that's going to be my motivation. I've, I've paid the money, uh, and, and virtually, right? I, I've I've felt funny from the beginning of this coronavirus pandemic, paying money for the virtual runs. You know, where I just make up my own course and they mail me a medal and a bib and a t-shirt. Yeah, I, I like, I, I like the the excitement of the crowd. I like being around other runners. I like uh, comparing gear and comparing training regimens and diet. I, I like all that stuff. I like the experts from the various physical fitness stores and nutritionists who show up and uh, show off their wares. It's a cool vibe. It's a cool experience. And I miss it. Anyway, uh, that's a tangent. The, the numbers are in. Salt Lake Tribune has a, a cool story today, uh, and it says that sales of fitness equipment in Utah continue at record paces. Rogue Fitness is a, is a company here in Utah which sells weightlifting gear online uh, and on their website they say, quote, we have been slammed and have been working hard to get items back in stock. We are releasing products daily as they become available. However, most items are selling out within minutes of release. In March of 2020, in March of 2020, this is another uh, fitness company in Logan. They sell like Nordic Track and Proform equipment. Uh, they, they talk about the, the sales numbers. In March of 2020, sales were, now follow me with these numbers. I know numbers can be boring, but follow me, and the picture it paints is astounding. You, know, you thought you, you might have been the exception uh, when you bought that treadmill? No, 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 no. In March of 2020, sales were 200% higher than they were in March of 2019. 200% uh, increase year to year. Right at, and, that, and March of this year is the dawn, really, of this COVID nonsense. Then April, get this, April, year to year, 2020, looking back to 2019, in 2020, sales were 400% higher than they were the same time last year. And then, yeah, it keeps going. In May, monthly sales were up 600% when you compare uh, May of 2020 to 2019. Treadmills, uh, the most popular piece of equipment both before and during the pandemic, but everything at every price point is selling, including elliptical machines, stationary bicycles, and rowers. I, uh, I'd i really like to get a rower someday. That is, if I do make uh, a major physical fitness COVID purchase, it is going to be uh, a rower. But I want one of those, I want one that that actually uses water 
as the resistance. You know, they've got that kind of clear plastic dome. It's full of water, and there are some paddles attached to the cable and the pulleys. And so you're actually pulling against water. I, I like that for, for two reasons. I think, uh, you know, it's pure. It feels pure uh, and kind of old-fashioned. But also, uh, but also, I like the sound. I like the whooshing sound of the water. So you've got a tip. If you know any of those on sale, 57500, that's the Utah Community Credit Union text line. I'd love to hear from you. Also, uh, tell me about how your physical fitness regimen has changed. If there are any silver linings, if there are any bright spots, if the glass is half full at all, as we step back and evaluate uh, the impact of this uh, COVID-19 pandemic, well, we saw, speaking to Shane Stewart, that (laughs) that uh, FICO scores are up a bit, maybe artificially so due to the stimulus and whatnot, but they're up nonetheless. And uh, we can see here that at least the at least the tools to aid in physical fitness are selling. Now, the the follow up to the survey obviously has to be (laughs) are the people purchasing the weights, the dumbbells, the elliptical machines, the rowing machines, the stationary bikes. Are they actually are they actually using them in large number? One observation I've made, and in just a moment, Jeff Kaplan's going to take over, and uh, he's a big proponent of electrical bikes. I've seen so many e-bikes, and I know that the owners of e-bike shops are doing great business, and I, as I run along the trails here in Utah, see a good number of e-bikes, and it's encouraging to see physical fitness. I encourage you to do the same. Take advantage of this. Follow the example of your neighbor. uh, Get fit while we've got some time to do so. Uh, And with that said, I'm signing off. Time to step aside and make way for the great Jeff Kaplan as he brings you Jeff Kaplan's Afternoon News here on KSL News Radio. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent. It was senseless. And I will never understand it. I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.